In the gym and in the car With our advice you could go far We fuck things up and we make mistakes And talk about our sexy dates We host events and go to clubs Most of all, we're still in love It's getting hard for this to rhyme Just as well, cause it's bed hopping time <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode 151 of the Bed Hoppers podcast My name is Mr H And I'm Mrs H Thank you for joining us today And also, if you've listened to our previous podcast and sent in some feedback Thank you very much It has been a wonderful, a delight to have such lovely feedback. I have been very, very, very touched by some of that feedback. It's and some of those people. And some of those people. <laughs> you can't back that up. I can. <laughs> I can back it up real good. Well, anyway, but it, you're right. It has been amazing. Thank you. Very so, supportive. Yeah, a whole bunch of people reached out over some of our thoughts and feelings of hosting events um, and how we were on the night. And what your death stare was like, Mrs. H. Oh, my goodness. Uh, so it's been I mean, a... I've been practicing it all week, but no one's died so far. <laughs> well, talking of dying, oh. Oh. you've not been very well. You're not dying, unfortunately. No, of course, that's very dramatic. Well, it is very dramatic, but we think that you might have had a bout of food poisoning. So we're recording this quite late in the day. So if the quality isn't up to our regular scratch, then yeah. sod off. We're sorry. We're, we're just churning these... You know, I mean, lovingly crafting these episodes out and placing them into the community as a sort of bastion of good taste <laughs> and enjoyment. Yeah. I think what I've contracted in the last week is born from hell itself. Really? I cannot think of anything more akin to Satan's dwelling, maybe, than what I've been through. <laughs> now, I'm prone to drama, 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 drama. <laughs> But let me tell you, this has been savage. <laughs> so savage. Well, you know, at first we thought it was something that you ate that, that triggered like the whole gluten response. Yeah, but it's not. It's not. It's no. been going on for four days. Too many days. Yeah, five Too days. Many. I'm entering the fifth day and I feel like death. <laughs> Isn't that like an Arnie film? Ooh, the fifth, sixth, sixth day. Is there a sequel called The Seventh Day? No, it's the, the sixth day. day, and I know, and I'll tell you for why. It's because I can never say sixth. Sixth. <laughs> and poorly, poorly chosen title of film, I think, for that reason, because no one can really say the sixth day. Is it about the clones? It's always about the clones. Ah. Wait, it is about the clones. No, isn't it's it? not, isn't it? I don't think so. Oh, isn't it? I don't What's know. What's the one about the clones? Isn't the sixth day the one about I don't know where he's going into hell and? Um, no, that's end of days, you fool. <laughs> you. It is about clones. It is. <laughs> my brother. <laughs> anyway. No, that's twins. <laughs> Don't get my Arnie's mixed You're up. You're a clone. <laughs> you always wanted lots of land, nice two acres, <laughs> and so on and so, so forth. We've inadvertently uh, stumbled onto a film podcast instead tonight. <laughs> exactly. But so I think the thing is, is that you've not been particularly well over the last week. So Ugh. we've kind of waited and waited and waited so that you're well enough so that we can record the show. And you're getting better. Back it looks like you looks like like you've turned a corner. Yeah. Hopefully, it's the right corner, not the wrong one, and <laughs> that you're on the mend. So, thank you for everyone who wished you well. Yeah. Lots of people sent pictures of animals on Twitter. That was really oh, lovely. That was really lovely. Yeah. And I guess so. You know, we kind of we were in a we were in a pretty good space last week. I mean, we'd come out of the whole 
party th- vibe. And, well, you and were in a funk. I was in a funk, but I picked myself up. Yeah. I was pretty good. It was only lasted like a day or two. Well. You picked me up. You raised me up uh, so that I could stand on mountains, shoes. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we kind of got to that space and we decided to go out and visit some friends, which is really lovely. And then you ate something, might have been a dodgy oh, takeaway. Who knows? We think it's that. And then you've just been ill for the last five days. So it, it's been a, a, a tricky one to get right. And then the dog, for some reason, Yoko, bless her, getting on a bit, decided to keep us awake for the last couple of nights as well. So the first few nights you were up and down every two minutes at night. Uh, and then the dog decided to do the same just when you might have been able to sleep <laughs> through the whole thing. So it has been a tiring couple of weeks, but we've got some really, really wonderful things planned, which is really nice. So we've got some visitors over the next few days. Oh, we do. Which is cool. So hopefully we'll be able to tell you about that soon. We've got a party that we're getting costumes sorted for. We have Very costumes. Ex- we have. Well, pretty much. No, I'm no, we have. I think what I need, else do you need? You I think don't I need, the need wig. anything else. I think else. I need the wig. You don't. I think I need the wig. I think I do. Less is more. Well, maybe, but the wig is awesome. So How anyway. long are you going to wear it? 12 minutes, guarantee no, it. I'll wear it for at least an hour. Yeah, you will. I'm going to wear it for like a whole weekend. I'm going to make you if you buy that bloody thing. <laughs> I might just buy it. I might just get it. Anyways, we're not going to reveal uh, what the costumes are yet. Uh, we'll probably post I them. I don't on, even know. I know you don't. <laughs> we'll post them on social media uh, when it comes down to it. So it's not long to go and we'll be able to do that in the next week or so. I must remember to breathe in a lot when you take that picture. <laughs> breathe in? <laughs> well, breathe out. Breathe fine, out. A pedantic one. Yeah, that's right. You've got to get these things right. Although, don't worry though, because this savage as fuck virus thing that's hit me has actually really helped. <laughs> <laughs> so... Yay to that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Fair enough. So just just in summary, we've got some exciting things coming up. Mm. We were in a bit of a funk. You've been poorly. People have been really nice getting in touch to talk about the episode, talk about the feedback. And also people that attended the party were really kind and generous with their lovely words. I agree. Which was really cool. Lots of people had a really, really good time. Lots of people were sort of talking about their own sort of little moments throughout the course of that evening as well. So it was really interesting just to hear all these different things that went on. But in the main or for the main, people had a really cool time. Right? So. so this episode, right? I know nothing. You know nothing, nothing. Jon Snow. Nobody tells me nothing. <laughs> so what we're going to do, mm. because we knew, or because I knew, ah. as, you know, organiser and all that sort of stuff, generally speaking, uh-huh. when it comes to the podcast, any kind of actual life event, I have right. no say in because clearly I'll, I'll fuck that up. Do you want up. me to carry on polishing this halo of yours? Yes, please or? do. Right. And then I can use it as a cock ring. Yes, exactly. So uh, this episode, what I thought I did is go to our various discords and ask people if they had any questions for us and we would answer them because A, we haven't had any adventures that we can talk about. B, we hadn't really thought about the episode particularly until last <laughs> minute and we're being inherently lazy. And C, because you weren't feeling very well, we want, you know, the, the main thing was making sure that you were okay. So you're now able to chat a bit more yeah. and sit on a seat for more than 10 minutes without rushing to the bathroom. <laughs> more information than you need to know, gentle listener. We thought we'd pick up some of these questions, yeah. answer them. And then we're going to tell you at the end about a new event that we've just announced. <gasps> yes. Right? Yes. That sound cool? Yes. I mean, okay. this is all news to me as well, these these questions. So okay, this is good. I this... can be coming at this for the first time. For the first time. Okay, yeah. so... The first question that we had, and I'm going to name who sent this question in. Oh, okay. okay Secret Stag sent this question in. In fact, Who's he, sent, he? he sent I two. have no idea who his person wah, is. Wah, wah. No idea. That, Brand new information. That dude. Anyway, what's so this, he, he sent on this first question <laughs> was, who would win in a fight between all of the movie Batmen? <gasps> Ooh. Oh, that's a great question. <laughs> I mean, I don't know this stag man, but he sounds like he's got a 
very good knowledge of movies. So Does he? I, I, can I give you an answer? Yeah, you can. Who I think who I think would win? Okay. I'm gonna say. Wait, it's the Batman, isn't it? That you're the the Batman that we're fighting. Yes. Not the villains. Not the it? villains. Just the Batman. Right, and they're just fighting each other. Yeah, one assumes so. They're not fighting villains or anything, just each other. Who is the best Batman, I think, is what they're Excellent. really coming down to. Excellent but who would question. win in a fight between all of them in a room? I like Christian Bell Batman. Do you? You know he's going to fuck you up. He fights if you, dirty, well, right? No, not so much that, because if you step in his eye line, he's going to go fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Don't you know who I am? No, I think he's quite a gritty Batman Do you? that might fight oh, a lot. I don't trust um, the Val Kilmer Batman to... No. to do a, f- a fight. Mm-hmm. More concerned with his nipples, probably. What about Adam West? Oh no, he's too nice to fight. He'd nice his way out of it, would he? He dances nice his way through way. it. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. And then who? Uh, George Clooney. He was Batman, wasn't he? He wasn't very good as Batman. No. Kilmer wasn't good. Keaton was good, I thought. Oh, what about Shovelface? Shovelface, Patterson. Pat Bat. I think he did okay. He's a young Batman, though, isn't he? He's a bit emo, isn't he? I think he needs to be a little bit older before we can really see that, you know, stand the test of what he's capable of as a Batman. I'm going to go with Bale. You're going to go with Bale? I I think he might be the best Batman. See, I think Batfleck could beat Bale. Oh, I don't like Batfleck. Yeah, but he's well built, isn't he? He's like, he's he's been pushing around (laughs) tyres and shit, doing his Superman work. In fact, he beat Superman pretty much, so. Fine. Well, can they, like, can it just be those two then? Can it just be those two? like, Top dogs. I also I also have to give it on to Kevin Conroy, who was the voice of Batman in the animated series. Yeah, but he wasn't fighting. What do you mean he I wasn't I don't know fighting? what he looks like. He looks like Batman, but as a cartoon. <laughs> and also the games as well. Okay. So, But uh, it was quite interesting, actually, because this got posted in one of our discords and, and someone else mentioned, I think it was uh, the Sexist Swingers, in fact, mentioned Kevin Conroy as, as one of the one of the Batman. But he's a class act. But I think he's got one of the best Jokers. Okay. Which is Mark Hamill. Oh, yes. I mean, if you're talking Jokers, that's an entirely I mean, Joker different off thing. Is, is, but Joker there's only off. a couple of, you know, Jack Nicholson. There's the... Bit dancey again, isn't he? Bit dancey. <laughs> <laughs> it's because he's jamming out to Prince all the time. That's what I know, it is. I like it though. <laughs> and then there's Heath Ledger. Ooh, and his dark. sort of performance. The, the Dark Knight and all dark, that sort of nonsense. Very dark. Yeah. I mean, he rocks um, a nurse's costume. That's is the main Joaquin thing. Is Joaquin Phoenix in the list? Because he's all, Well, he, do, he doesn't really have a Batman to fight against. He's just a Joker. Yeah. So we'll have to see. <laughs> but anyway, in terms of Batman, I think Batfleck would probably kick their asses, mm. but he's not necessarily my favourite Batman. Right. I'm going with Bale. I mean, Bat yeah. Bale. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> okay. So he also sent in a slightly more sensible question. Oh, good. But all one right, that okay. we'll probably discuss less, which was around, and this is Secret Stag, not the Joker or Batman sending us right. questions. He asked, how do, how do you go about setting up a great online presence? Well, he would know, wouldn't he? <laughs> would he? Would he, he has a great one. Does he, though? I think Does I he? know who his person is. What, Secret Stag? Yeah. He's, think... he's got quite a nice little Twitter page going on. Well, yeah. okay. So I, I think there's a couple of things to this. There's the, the fab or the dating site profile element, and there's also the online social media presence. Right. So let's yeah. take the social media one. What would be your top tips for setting that up? Okay, so I wouldn't maybe put all your eggs into one social basket and have just one site. So collectively spread yourself around yeah. on like the Twitters, the Instagrams, the In TikToks the nicest way, or spread yourself around. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, there's so many um, options now to, to have online profiles for things. Mm-hmm. Why chuck it all into just one and hope you're going to get a hit? Just spread it over lots of different ones. 
Although you wouldn't want to spend loads of money. Why would you be spending money? Because on some of the, the ones that you have to spend money, don't you? Do you? On Twitter? Oh, not on Twitter. No. What, what? Oh, okay. you just mean Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. Uh, right. Social media. Yes. Let's break that down first. Hey, I've been in the brink of hell all week. <laughs> <laughs> the sink of hell, more like. Anyways, yeah. so, okay. Great profile on Twitter, Insta or online presence. How do you go about doing that? Right, okay. I'm not sure that we know the answer to this. <laughs> I'm not entirely sure well, that we've cracked Instagram the code. Instagram is mainly for posting pictures of your dinners. <laughs> You've got to be very sensible on Instagram, though, because they'll take anything down. I think that that's one of the realities and mm. that you need to watch what you post and you need really? to be aware of the platform's kind of rules and regulations so that you don't break them. Quite often they'll let you flex. But if mm. someone wants to remove your social media presence and you've posted, posted something mm. that contravenes their, their rules, then then... They can report you and you'll get your shit taken down. They absolutely will. And on Twitter, you've got similar challenges in that you can get shadow banned very yep. easily. And you won't even know it. <laughs> you don't even know what shadow ban means. Yes, I do. What does it mean? It, it means you haven't been like kicked off Twitter, but people can't see you. That's kind of it when searches see? and all that Look sort of stuff. Look at me, I know stuff. <laughs> all right, Jon Snow. <laughs> um, in terms of the, 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 the two things you're talking about, though, I think and this is a difficult one because Twitter can be an absolute hotbed of uh, all all the, the junk pictures, you know, the, the dick pics and the, the taco pics. And well, it, it depends on who you follow. Of, of course. course it does. But what I'm saying is just because you can put explicit pictures on Twitter, it doesn't mean that they're necessarily things that everyone wants to engage with. Well, I don't think you're supposed to put explicit pictures well, on Twitter, <laughs> but people do. And I think the reality is, is that you could have your account shut down if you do yeah. post that stuff. So there is always the risk as you're posting these kind of things as to whether people will take them out and, and delete them. Especially in your like your banner pick, like your cover fit yeah. picture for Twitter, you've got to be really careful what you put in there. Otherwise it will get taken down, I think. I think for me, the, the, the top tip would be to try and be authentic about, about you mm. so, and, and your personality. So rather than trying to develop a sort of uh, an online presence, you're better off just being honest and posting about the stuff that you like and the stuff that you enjoy. Because I think more, more than, on more than one occasion, we've kind of met people and, you know, that we've known through Twitter and Instagram and stuff. And then when we've actually got to know them, we found that actually much of what they post isn't real. Mm. And well, welcome to the internet, Mr. H. Like, you know, <laughs> I know lots of stuff isn't real, but you can get very invested in the community and the people that message you and, and, the way they project themselves online. And actually, when you meet them, they're doing something entirely different. And, you know, you get the people who are posting, especially when they're content creators, you know, and I suppose anyone that's posting a picture is a content creator or Instagram by their very nature. But we've seen all sorts of people posting stuff like, um, oh, the next door neighbor's watching me through the window. This is what I was wearing when I was waiting for them. Bullshit. That's not what happened at all. That's just <laughs> a fallacy, it's click, a story. Clickbait, it's clickbait, clickbait, cockbait, yeah. all of those things designed to get you interested in what they're selling or get you interested in liking their stuff and making them more popular. And I think that's all very good. And that's a good strategy, I suppose, if you, if you want popularity over authenticity. But I prefer to be authentic and post the stuff that's in our head and what's going through, through you know, our day. Yeah, I think Twitter's an interesting one because... I'm kind of curious sometimes as to why Twitter accounts exist for some individuals. If if that's what they're going to post in the in the event they ever meet someone in reality, it's going to be so far removed from the actual version of real life. You have to wonder why create this if that's not what you are. And I know what you're saying about the authenticity piece, but equally, if you're creating it because you want to get to know people and connect with people, 
when you do meet them, I mean, if you're nothing like that, then what's the point? Well, yeah. And, and that's the thing. If, if you're doing it to sell, and, and you, I guess you have to be savvy about what people are doing and why they're doing yeah. it. Yeah. Are they doing it to titillate, to tease, to sell, to get clicks, to get likes? Then Only actually, fans, or, yeah, or, or whatever yeah, it might of be. Of course, I understand that. Then, then actually you have to be mindful that that person is probably not going to be like the way that you see no. them projecting their stuff online. And the same goes for your profile on things like Fab Swingers or SDC or whatever profile you use to, to hook up with people. I find the more authentic ones, the ones where people are genuine and honest, it, it comes across so much better than just a load of fake nonsense. Exactly. And also I would say if you are a couple, then please have both of you in there. Oh yeah, there's, there is, oh, it's really interesting I find because often it's the guys that message but it's the women that are the pictures on the profile. <laughs> and this is a, it's like this yeah. weird dichotomy. And I, I would absolutely say it's easy enough to, to get some okay pictures of yourself. I mean, you only have to look online for like 10 minutes to yeah, get some inspiration. Yeah. Not right now for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's not happening. <laughs> uh, maybe not some pictures for you right now. But equally, th those pictures don't have to be of your face. They don't have to be of a certain body part. It could be just you in a smart suit at a wedding is easy enough to get a mm. picture of, as long as you're not having to blur everything out. That, that's one of my great sort of irritants on, on profile building. I think the other thing that you need to think about is kind of the words that, that sit on your site and sit on your profile. And for me, again, there has to be a level of your personality, not just what you're looking for and what you're into, but something that gives everybody else in to have a conversation with you. Yeah, no, I agree. I like the, the profiles that draw me in because I want to know more about that person based on what I've seen. And by that, I mean the insights into them, as, as you say, as people yeah. and even the, the silly things like, hey, this is my pet or this is this funny thing or this is, I just like that. It's just far more appealing to me than just, oh, funny. <laughs> well, I think the, the thing is with, with yourself, obviously, is that you don't really go on and look at this stuff particularly. <laughs> Uh, peruse so, maybe sometimes. Well, occasionally. I, all right. But but in a way, I know that, you know, any of those things where they don't have their personality, they don't have something interesting, are automatically discounted. The ones that don't have pictures of both of them. And they don't, <laughs> yeah. You don't have to have pictures of you together, although no, that is nice. No. It does show that you actually give a shit about each other. But the ones where it's just pictures of one partner, and yeah. it's in, I'm just talking about couples here particularly, but I, I automatically discount those. If someone messages us, and there's no pictures of the other half at all, or if the other picture is, and it tends to be that they're all pictures of the lady and not pictures of the man. It's yeah. Sweeping generalizations, but if, and it, or if the one picture of the dude is a cock shot and there's like 42 pictures of the woman, it's an automatic no from us. It's a red flag. It is. Maybe for me. Absolutely a red flag. So in terms of how to set up a good online presence, I, I guess there's, there's numerous sort of guides to taking great pictures. There's numerous sort of, you know, have a look. In fact, one of my top tips, and I use this at work, is that if you see something that you like, think about what, what you liked about it, copy it, not word for word. Ah, the imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. It is. And I think, you know, if something works for you, if you see a picture or a pose that looks great, why not try and imitate that? It doesn't have to be... Put your own spin on it, then. Put your own spin yeah. on it or, or a profile that works for you. Why not like copy that and, and have a look and see how you could do something that is similar and use it to inspire you? And I often say to people who write, like take a clipping of a writing or an article that you, you really enjoyed and keep that so that when you want to go back to it and create something new, you've got this library of reference that you can refer to that will help inspire you. And I think that's a really good tip that you can you know, practically use on setting up an online site or setting up a profile or you know, going onto Twitter, etc. But obviously in terms of 
the authenticity that's a that's a, a huge thing for me i i want to feel like i know you as a person and that's really important to me if i if i want to connect with somebody idly worrying worry um <laughs> Idly thinking now what a profile from Batman would look like. <laughs> you can't help it's, it's it. It's just t- two words. I'm Batman. Just he doesn't pit, mean to say anything just else. Just pictures for him in his cape. <laughs> Brooding. No, one of him fishing. There's there's like this big fishy caught. Having and, a cup of coffee. Yeah. Wearing, wearing a big oody. <laughs> Having a pizza. Petting a dog. Oh, please, somebody set up a Batman account. I just need to see this. <laughs> So, okay, we had had a number of other questions as well. So, um, trouble three or trouble with a three. Trouble with a three. With a three. Uh, they might have trouble with a three. I don't know. But anyway. Ooh. I know. They, they asked, perhaps rather hilariously, why do so many have Sydney University <laughs> scrawling oh written on their account? Is that still actually a thing? Do people still feel, think it's real? Or And this, ladies and gentlemen, is exactly why Mrs. H hasn't been on any of the dating <laughs> profiles and it's definitive <laughs> proof that she's not been on there because these things are still all over the place. We have friends that have these things on them. No. Yeah, of course we do. And we also have some friends that will take the piss out of it right. as well. Who are Sydney University? Do we even know? Yes, what it's have they got Sydney to do University. So I think my understanding is, and I could be completely wrong in making this up as I go along. At one point, Sydney University did some sort of online study about pictures. Excellent. And we're using pictures as part of a research program. Uh-huh. This was years ago, right? Right. As I, as I get it. And it was for a very small thing. It wasn't dating sites or anything else. I think it was just they were collating pictures off websites to analyze for some project or whatever it was, right. some school project. And now everybody puts this on there because they are worried that the pictures are going to be stolen and abused. And well, I mean, I think there is a reality to this, right? If you put a picture out on the, the, the World Wide Web, yeah. the WWW, someone could nick it. Of course. It's out there, isn't it? Yeah. It's you've posted it. It could it exists. Someone could screenshot it. Mm. Someone could take a photo of it. Someone could download it, and they can they can use it. So you have to be mindful that pictures are going to be taken. Mm-hmm. Or I think there is a there is a risk to all of this stuff that we mm. do. And when I look at what we post, I think try not to post anything that we wouldn't that we'd have to be too worried about if it got out. You there. You could live yourself if it was out there, and you couldn't retrieve it. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's the way you have to live your life with this. No statement like that, like, dear Sydney University. And if you've never seen this, this is a, a phenomenon that happens a lot on Fab Swingers, which is one of the UK, well, the UK's biggest site uh, for hooking up and stuff. They say, uh, you know, dear Sydney University, don't take my pictures, basically, because then oh, yeah, you steal don't them have as copyright theft to... and blah, 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 yeah. blah. By posting this here, you do not have the permission to... Bullshit. None of that works. It's, it's just a bunch of legal mumbo jumbo that some idiot has posted on there <laughs> that a bunch of people have copied and pasted throughout the course of the years. If there was some means of taking all of that shit out of fab, <laughs> like with the click of a button, I would absolutely do that because it is just junk. It doesn't mean anything. It doesn't protect you from anything. What protects you is watching what you post in the first place and understanding that if you put it on a site that anyone can have access to, because fab, you can sign up for free. Someone could see that picture. All right. I've got this, again, enduring little image in my head. Um, and maybe I'm just like delirious from hunger this week. I don't know. Maybe. I've got this image in my head of this this person sitting diligently in a room in Sydney University, like trawling through fab sites. <laughs> and All right, fab mate. Profiles. I've got a great picture here. Hey, Dave, Davo, come over here, mate, and, and, and see the picture I've just stolen yeah, yeah. off of fab swingers. 
you know, I just want that to be a thing. Sweaty, like, sweaty ball 69 here, mate. He's posted this picture and now we got it. We own that shit. Now we're going to use that in our report, mate. Yeah, they didn't put it in their profile. We're having it. Fuck them. <laughs> Please excuse the insanely awful, terrible Aussie accent. Oh, impression. I just really but, love the concept of this it being a, an actual registered job title that someone has that they have to trawl through the fab profiles to find someone who's been... Um, who's who's not put it on their profile well, and they Davo, can steal Davo, the images. Davo's our naughty picture acquirer, mate. He's the head of naughty picture acquirance. <laughs> honestly, it. it's nuts. So, and I, yeah. I think that's why it's out there. I think I've like read busted into the myth. it. If we busted the myth, I, I, I think it, it doesn't, doesn't it's make not a, a thing. damn bit of difference. Don't put it on your profile. And you know, I'm going to put out that it makes you look a bit special if you got it on there. There's no need for it to exist. Now all the other universities, whoa! Oh yeah, <laughs> Birmingham University. Now those guys are a bunch of cunts. Not really. I have no. You know, it doesn't matter. I think you can put whatever you like on your your profile, and it it's not going to remove people from taking a look at your pictures or seeing what's on there. So I would say my advice would be don't don't bother with it. It's a waste of Taking time. Taking that precious word space in your fab profile that you could use better. It is indeed. So Trouble with a Three or Trouble Troubley, Trouble Three, I don't know, Trouble, also asked, should we go fuck our fit neighbours? What's acceptable distance for not shitting on your own doorstep? <laughs> <laughs> and I think this is an interesting one because you don't see this like many other people. I don't. You really right. don't. I find it actually quite exciting, the, the concept of bumping into someone I know, like, well, friendly, whatever, or even a work colleague. If I met someone and, and they were in the same realm of um, non-monogamy as, as we were, I wouldn't feel awkward at all. I'd find it amazing. Like, <laughs> wow, well, we're both going to keep secrets, right? Because, you know... It's mutually assured mutually destruction. Assured, yeah. It's, it's that. You're here for a reason. I'm here so for a reason. So Let's not fuck it up for each other. Yeah. I think there is that to it. I I, I don't get your exact excitement over it. But <laughs> I th for you, I think it's a little bit like seeing a dog in the playground. Oh, it's someone I know in a different place. It's amazing. Look at them. I was working with them 10 minutes ago and now they're here. Well, oh, there's I, your cock. I think partly because because we seek to normalise things and that's what we've kind of done from, you know, from the, the word go with podcasts and all the things we do. It's because we want to normalise things and not make it a stigma, right? And and bust those stereotypes. So the more you see your neighbour and, you know, your, your work colleagues and your friends in these environments, which are so incredibly salacious and seedy, then actually, sh shouldn't it become more and more of a, a normalised thing? That like, oh, there's Bob from... I don't know, the school playground that I know is his is son, what? whatever. Yeah, I was so glad you added his son. There's Bob from the school playground. <laughs> How did a fucking 10-year-old well, get in here? Get him out. No, but like the more you see your friends, your family, your neighbour, whatever it is, does it matter? It's no different to bumping into them in Sainsbury's or going to a golf course and going, oh, there's so-and-so. Why should it be a thing? So I think there is a worry about people's jobs. And I of think there course. is a... A career and livelihood and way I of life that, protection. Of I I absolutely get that, but you're absolutely right in terms of actually by normalising this, everyone could be theoretically in the lifestyle of a certain age or whatever, and therefore you could see everybody in swingers clubs around. Like imagine this weird you say utopia <laughs> could be a absolute hellhole for some people. That you could go to a club and and see your next door neighbour, and you could go and see the head teacher, and everyone's fine with it, and everyone's cool with it. Yeah. And, and that's how things should be, and that no one is 
persecuted for their enjoyment of sex oh. and having sex with other people and all this sort of stuff. I think that would be the, the absolute ideal. I think the flip side is, is that some people enjoy the, the clandestine secret, yeah. secret bit and they don't like giving that up. So, and it's a tricky one because that, that can, can be quite a turn on. Yeah. So if you're obviously finding the clandestine to be an extra turn on in, in a monogamous journey, then great. And so be it, keep it that way. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't see a reason to get bent out of shape over seeing, you know, seeing someone that you recognise or being rumbled by someone because well, well, you're both there for a reason. You're both there to enjoy a hobby together. It shouldn't be a shameful thing. I think it depends on your profession. And, and this yeah. is, we're talking ideal world here. So we're both rather fortunate in that people from work have an awareness of our sort of participation in the lifestyle through things like the TV show and mm. the podcast and that we've spoken to them and all that sort of stuff. So we're quite lucky in that we're not going to get fired for, for this, mm-hmm. but some people are not so lucky. So some people in certain professions would absolutely be fired and removed. So people like police, teachers, politicians, that sort of thing, their jobs are, could be on the line depending on how they are in the lifestyle and how it would be seen by the people. Sure, and whether there's like morality clauses and yeah, all that sort of stuff. Like so, that. Yeah, and I think if that. there is a morality clause, then you need to, you know you either need to not do mm. it or be really careful or yeah. find another job. It's easy for me to say that, but that would be my recommendation. But for other people, I mean, I think there is a reality. I would say that if you live near a club and there's a club that's five ten minutes down the road, chances are you you might bump into someone that you know. Right. I agree. But also you could go to a club like three hours away and then bump into someone that's, you know, of similar doing locality to you, thing. doing exactly the same thing because <laughs> they're like, oh, we better not go down the road. Yeah, better not go down the road. We're going to go to the next so one. What could happen anyway? You it, could just meet, you could just bump into people who who know someone that you know on Facebook, for goodness sake. And that's well, happened to us in the past. And that's absolutely happened. I think there is a, there is a, rea- a reality to this in that I, th- I think you, you kind of need to understand your risks and work within what's acceptable to you. So I think if your risks are high for your job and whatever, then by all means, give the, the, the 10 mile away club or whatever it is uh, some, some wide berth. Yeah. If it's not a risk to you, then, then why not go and enjoy yourself? And if you bump into people, it's not going to be a problem or it shouldn't be a problem. I can't see it. It could be just a funny conversation starter as well. <laughs> well, it could be. And it could be, you know, it could be that co-worker that you've always wanted to fuck. <laughs> and now they're in the club and now you've got that chance. Unlikely, though. Yeah. I think there is a, that you need just to be mindful of balancing that risk between the rewards that you'd get from going to a club that's only five minutes down the road. Yeah. We'd be, you know, like I say, we'd be okay because, the, you know, we're out and we're, we're you're talking about yeah. all this sort of stuff. But for someone who has to keep it all hidden, probably not so good. <laughs> so uh, distance wise. Yeah, um, acceptable distance for not shitting on your own doorstep. I mean, I'm going to guess like if, if, if the nearest club is within 45 minutes away, mm-hmm. you're probably okay, you know, if, or outside of 45 minutes, should I say, you're probably okay. But, you know, that risk decreases if you go even further out. True. So for us, the, the nearest clubs that we like, it seem to be sort of two, two and a half mm-hmm. hours away. So the reality is, is we're not going to bump into people. No, it's highly unlikely. Very unlikely. But, you know, if it was two minutes down the road, chances are we'd see them. Yeah. Okay. So keep that in mind. So we had uh, Ragdoll Jim said um, TV show. I had a question about that because the TV show that we did. Oh, was, it was aired again. It was aired it? again last night and tonight, I think, or last night and the night before. Not that it means any, any difference to you, gentle listener, because this could be any time that you're listening. But recently in the UK, the TV show, Swingers, that we did 
It was on TV again. It was repeated a couple ah, of times. that good old prawn ring keeps resurfacing, <laughs> doesn't it? <laughs> it does keep, keep resurfacing. So they said, uh, or, or they said, uh, when did we start using our names? Oh, it was, oh gosh. Faces Out was New Year's Eve, yeah. wasn't it? And, and I think, it was once we'd done the show, we pretty much like, why wouldn't we? <laughs> yeah, I think because we used our real, like, they wanted to use our real names in the show. Yeah. That was one of the things that they were absolutely adamant about. I think it was really important for us to start dropping our names here in the show and when we've done other people's shows and that sort of stuff. I guess that the, the flip side is, is that we generally, genuinely call each other Mr. and Mrs. H. We actually do. <laughs> hey, Mrs. H, how are you doing? So, yeah. And I think we don't often refer to each other as Simon and Carolyn. In fact, I hate my name. I hate, hate, hate my name. And it freaks me out when you say my name. You all right, Carolyn? No, stop it. <laughs> like you, you just don't ever use it. Is that because you're you, in trouble? You use it sometimes in passing to other people. Yeah. Like you might refer to me as Carolyn. Yeah, I might others, do. But you won't call me Carolyn. No, I won't look you directly in the eye either. I know what's safe <laughs> <laughs> and what's not. So I, I think this is one of those things like we, we did the TV show. We knew we were going to be out there. Mm. We knew we had to use our names. So we don't edit it out now if we say each other's names we don't ask that other people edit it out on shows we don't necessarily ask that people call us by our names either no i mean i like mr and mrs h because that's genuinely our nice little pet names for each other anyway yeah so and it's just letting other people in into that little space for us so yeah it's been a couple of years now i think of, of using yeah. our names obviously they're doing some catching up on the podcast so they've got a whole plethora of stuff to get through good luck to them good well luck. done but i think you know that's a it's an interesting one because it does feel more honest and more authentic by being just us two. Yeah, no, I agree. I or at agree. least not censoring ourselves around that. And I think we've always been relatively honest with Mr. and Mrs. H because that's what we call each other. But yeah, do you think? I agree. I think if we're going to go on national TV for one and talk about our sex life, because essentially that's what we did. Yeah. Um, it makes no sense at all to give yourself um, a fake name because... Your face is out there. Oh, exactly. <laughs> Makes no sense. And actually, the sense of relief I felt in some respects when we did reveal our faces, it was quite exciting for one, because for so long we'd just been, you know, mouth upwards, obscured kind of thing. And we would only ever post pictures of you know, our lower halves. <laughs> and after a while, it becomes really frustrating because we just couldn't really ever capture like us like in our personality sometimes. And the emotion of the, the picture yeah. is often in the face and the Absolutely. eyes. Absolutely. And it felt really lovely to finally like reveal our faces and be, this is us. And I think this, this, this has been a, overall a, a journey of sort of revealing more of ourselves. And I think, you know, we started off with, with, with an account on Fab called One Thing and we started the show and we were a little bit, not clandestine, but, but sort of not so keen to reveal that we did the show. And then pretty quickly... The show us was because it's always been us. Yeah. Um. Although I, you know, podcast Mister H is probably a little bit wittier than real me. Probably a little bit more <laughs> handsome. You know what can I say? But we actually, you know, we revealed to other people. We met no longer on that, under that sort of mm. um the old fab name, yeah. we, and then you know we just arrived being the bed hoppers. And I think you know I'm being honest and I've saying arrived. I've arrived. <laughs> Kneel before Zod. But interestingly, we do still meet people and don't introduce ourselves as we're these podcasters. No. We just sometimes, we could, in fact, we could, we were having this conversation, I think, recently with someone else, but we could go to any club still and be, you know, just, just us. Yeah. And not, and choose not to say who we are or what we do. And, you know, it's, we, we're not, 
you know, thinking we're going to get recognised necessarily, or we might do, I don't know. Well, I think the amount of people that recognise us, and this is a really interesting one, is minuscule. I would say like, so too. Genuinely, like we can <laughs> rock up to to pretty much every club and people. I mean, you could, you could the, remain in hidden in plain sight, couldn't you, if you wanted to? Um, yeah, I mean, I think, I mean, if people know us, they know us. And I think that's the, the reality of it, that, that there are a number of listeners out there. Thank you. Thank you for being one of them. Or maybe two, if there's a couple of you or three of you might be that. But actually, the chances of us bumping into those listeners, sounds like that's so fucking egotistical. But <laughs> but the reality is, is that, that it's small. The number of people that listen to the show compared to the number of people that go to clubs every single week and, and being there. And don't there, listen. <laughs> and, well, that don't listen because yeah. so, they need to, they, they need to listen. They need to show up on the right day to the right club at the mm. right time with us, you know, being around and probably follow our Twitter so they know what we look like. Exactly. It's, it's minuscule. And yes, we do get occasionally recognised, but it's so rare that, that actually when we do go to a club, it's, it is just you and I. And unless we're bringing an entourage, and you know, and by entourage, I mean just going with friends, really. And, and that's fine too. I, but it's an interesting, interesting sort of angle because I find that I think you can over worry about some of this stuff. I think mm. you can you can really go down in a, an alleyway of kind of worry, being worried that everyone is just talking to you for being you, mm. or, or are they talking to you for being you or being the podcaster, and and the, or, or the famous TV person. He says using that term so lightly and with so much tongue in cheek. But I mean, it doesn't help honestly, you. You wear a cape wherever you go now with my face and, on it. And yeah. the, you know, you you <laughs> go around singing your own theme tune. <laughs> Yeah, just whistling uh, bed hop in time all the way through, um, strumming my ukulele wherever I go like a loop. And trying to get served in bars going, don't you know who I am? Toss a coin to your witcher, oh valley of plenty. Yeah, I, it, that doesn't happen. No, it, it's, and it's it so minor. And occasionally people will come up and say hello. Anyway, we, we kind of steered well off point. We started using our names ages ago uh, mm. when we came out on television and we don't censor them particularly. We We just... We drop them in every now and then. Particularly, yeah. I think more often than not, it's when people, other people use our names. Yeah. We just don't delete we it. Just, so, no, we don't. Which is absolutely fine. So that was all the questions we had, which is quite nice. It's taken us nicely into sort of like a 40 minute or so little podcast, which I hope you've enjoyed. Lovely. But before we round this off, we've got some announcements or at least one announcement. Okay. We got one announcement. One announcement. One announcement. Just the one. We've got plenty of stuff in the pipeline. Oh, yeah. Which is ironic for you, given your current state of bathroom oh, atrocities. Wow. However, oh we do have goodness. something that we can announce to you, gentle listener and the general public, and that is our Going Dutch event. Oh, yay. It is the one that you named. I did. I did a help. You did a helpy. Well I done, I actually you. added some value. So this is working with our delightful friends. Kate and Daryl. Yes, from? Wanderlust Swingers Podcast. There we go. Look, Look at me doing, knowing shit. You knowing shit all the time. No shit. I just choose not to reveal it. And it, what, what, tell us about this trip. I know it's going on on the 28th to the 31st. 28th of July for four days. Yes. So the 28th of July, um, I believe, is a Friday. I want to say, yeah, well, anyway, it's, it's Friday, a Friday to Monday, to Monday yes. essentially. Um, and night one is just going to be like, I don't know, settling in, doing thing. In Holland. Going okay. Dutch. There we go. No. Oh. Well, it's going to be in a number of places in Holland, but it's okay. going to be Amsterdam, yep. Rotterdam, mm-hmm. Gouda, Gouda. I don't know how you pronounce Howder. it. Howder. Howder. I always say Gouda, but I guess it's not. And, you know, apologies for my pronunciation of if it's wrong. Okay, can't What's be any worse than my Australian accent. <laughs> oh, God, no. <laughs> You're going to get like a ton of insults. Or shit in the post. Who knows? Probably. I could probably help with the last one. Anyway, 
Um, Amsterdam trip. It's going to be excellent. Uh, it's not going to be a huge amount of um, spaces on this. I think possibly 20. I think 20 couples or 20 tickets mm. for couples. It's a couples only event, I believe, at the moment. Mm. And what we're doing is... Two clubs. Two clubs. So not we're going, one, but two clubs. <laughs> checking out two clubs. There's accommodation for a couple of nights. I think you have to source your own accommodation for the Friday. Just for Friday. There's payment plans. So if you want to jump on board or hop on to this amazing trip, uh, you can not only pay in, you know, straight out if you've got the, the wads of cash to do that, but you can also do a payment plan and spread the cost over the next couple of months, which is really handy. Those are stuff included. There's loads of like lovely meals and drinks trips here and, and there along the way. There's some trips, some guided tour thingies. Did I see it was an anal tour? Was it a canal tour? Canal. Uh, okay. Canal. Canal. The sea. All right. The sea is not silent. <laughs> um, so there's going to be a bunch of activities going on, plus the two fantastic um, club trips included. Should we? Can we say where the clubs are? No, we, no, we cannot. God, we, such a it's tease. Not, it, well, it's not. It's just on the poster, so you can say. Yay! Go on then, we're there. All right, I'm going to say it's Fun for Two, yep. uh, which is where we went for New Year's Eve yep. uh, recently, mm-hmm. and Fata Morgana. There we go. Mm. And I believe the Fata Morgana one includes a pool party because it's uh, during the day as well. Yeah, something yeah. like that. But, you know, we we'll know keep, stuff we'll keep, again. And we'll keep some of the you know, details keep secret. Keep some stuff details. secret because, you know. DL. Yeah. Yeah, exactly that, right? But anyway, we're really excited about this trip, despite Mrs. H's sort of lacklustre delivery of it. How was that lacklustre? Yeah, we kind of got this thing and it's happening there. <laughs> you know, fancy coming along. You could. We reckon this is going to be an absolute kick-ass trip, but it's... What I really like about it is it's quite intimate, so there's not too many people. It's a good number. It's a good group. We've already got a bunch of tickets sold, and we've already got some really sexy, amazing friends coming along with us for the ride. So I would say if you're interested, get in quick, because I think this thing's going to sell out pretty soon. I think so, too. We're going to put the links on the show notes. Well, I am. Mrs. H is probably. Yes, exactly that. So I'm going to do that. And if you want more information, get in touch with ourselves or get in touch with Kate, and we'll be happy to give you more info. Right. I can give you a very apt Dutch proverb, if you like, to to wrap this little segment up, I'll which I it. know you're going to love. Okay. Okay. And the proverb is such, the foolish man places daffodils on a piano. The wise man places tulips on an organ. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> tulips. Tulips. Yeah. Why would you place flowers on an organ? Tulips. Think Dutch. Look, just indulge me on this one, all right? <laughs> but for me, in my current state of medical play, this is pretty fucking good. Okay. Did uh, you enjoy that? Uh, yes, I. It was. It was all right. I suppose I didn't make it up. This is an old Dutch proverb. I don't think it's a proverb. I, I think, think you'll it's find a, it is. I think it's a xenophobic joke, probably. No, it isn't. It's a play on words. Pine cone. <laughs> <laughs> Right, on that note, Miss, thank you for joining us today. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, Mrs. H. I feel like I've added value. I feel like you've been a value succubus. Now, do your thing. Well, thank you for hopping into our bed. Start this one, right? Is the first new bit of music. Oh, Jesus. What have you done to it? What have you done? Well, there's whist- if his whistles, I'm out. I'm not, not doing it. 
No. I might bring the whistles in no. for this bit. This no. would be cool. You'll find yourself a new podcaster then. I'm not joining you for this. <laughs> Do not drag me into this <laughs> atrocity. So, um, yeah, people will have already heard it by the time they get to this bit, unless they've I just skipped it. I haven't even heard it. Well, you have heard it and you went, have oh, I? I don't like it. <gasps> did I actually? Yes, you did. Why did you go ahead with it then? <laughs> I don't like it. Because you don't listen to it, so you'd never know. That that's logic is both baffling. And sensible. No, and offensive. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. So that means the next step is for you to re-record the interview song. <laughs> well, the next step is for you to learn how to play octaves then and play it in the key that I can sing it in, dear. It's just white noise. <laughs> and brown noise. 